The freedom convoy in Canada is all but over. But the tyranny marches on. And the truckers in the United States have decided on their own convoy. And the Biden administration, as usual, makes bad decisions and overreacts. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. All right, so let's take a look. You know, I'm watching this show, Yellowstone. It's on, uh, I don't know if it's on Amazon. I don't know where they get it from, but it's a really good show. I want some cowboy boots. So Josie always wanted cowboy boots. So I found, we got this place called the Boot Barn right down the street from us. And both Josie and I have decided we're going to get cowboy boots. Now, I'm not going to buy like the expensive cowboy boots like the Lucchese's ostrich skin or El Dorado or anything like that. I'm figuring I'm going to go buy, they've got a pair of cowboy boots with American flag written into the neck and uh, embroidered into the neck for like a hundred bucks. I thought that's perfect. But I, I got to get out of California because apparently I've got more Western in me than I thought I did. All right, so let's get to the news. Uh, the Freedom Convoy in Canada. <clears throat> well, let's get to the latest. It is over, uh, apparently. Justin Trudeau, today, right as we speak, four minutes from when I'm saying these words, has said that the, the convoy is over in Ottawa. And he has revoked the Emergencies Act. Now, I, I, I tell you, sometimes you go through this stuff and stuff, the opposite happens right in the middle of the podcast. So we'll have to include that here, but that's okay. So let's go over what, what's, what's been happening. So last week, last weekend, this past weekend, uh, needless to say, Canada said that's enough. The, he implemented that emergency emergency act. Over 200 protesters have been arrested. That includes protest organizers, the protesters, and even press. Some press w- was actually arre- were actually arrested. As of right now, a lot of these protesters are. Or Canada is doing pretty much what the United States did. Um, a lot of these protesters aren't given bail. So they're still in jail. And by the way, for a peaceful protest with no real laws broken, to be honest with you, blocking traffic is more of an infraction than a misdemeanor. Um, you've got to wonder, why do these people why do these people not get bail? Bail themselves out and then face the courts? Well, I think we all know why, because they hate them. Over 200 bank and cryptocurrency accounts which total about five million U.S. dollars, were frozen. That included the account of a, a woman who was working a minimum wage job, has kids, single single mother, has kids. She got her. She donated fifty dollars to the truckers, and they closed her account. They actually locked her account out. Now. I, I think we're going to get to why I, he revoked this because this is this was a different story than what he said on uh, Monday. This is a very different story he said on Monday. He said he was going to continue it on. And Parliament actually gave him the ability to keep this emergency act going. But this was one of those stories that I, that I think forced Justin Trudeau to revoke this act. It's not popular. His polls are sinking like crazy. 
and now the government is trying to get these banks are actually trying to open up these accounts again. So, <laughs> so continuing, 75 trucks have been cleared from the roads. So they, they towed all the trucks. And now the governor of Ottawa wants the government to take those trucks, sell them, and then uh, use the money to pay for the uh, to pay for the protests, to pay for the the law enforcement of the protests. Pretty ugly stuff. I mean, wow! It's not just Justin Trudeau that's the tyrant up there. They were also confiscating pets and children, and Trudeau had said it himself: those pets will be euthanized. Wow. Most of the protesters left peacefully. That's why there were only 200 arrests. They didn't cause fights. The protesters that were arrested were arrested peacefully. Can't say that about the police officers. A lot of videos circulating out there with police officers beating the crap out of people, including a woman who got run over by a horse, by several horses, and is still in the hospital with injuries. As a matter of fact, this was a huge problem for the police. This is a huge problem for the police because now they're doing investigations into a lot of these videos. This is the beauty of today's age. We have video now. And people are recording things. So we see what happens. We saw the 90-year-old man get roughed up by the policeman because he honked his horns at the he honked his horns at the protest because he he supported the protest. We've seen footage of the woman being stomp, stomped on. Actually, there were two people that were being stomped on by the horses. We saw all that. We saw the man who just put up his hands and then the police just threw him to the ground and started beating the crap out of him. We see all that. By the way, that man wasn't white before we get wild and crazy. We're seeing this. The police in Canada and a lot of, a lot of uh, the protesters had said no this is this for the most part the um police have been very supportive the police have been very friendly a lot of the those that there were there are also pictures of those that were being arrested that were shaking the hands with the police so it's not all the police but they do look like they do look like a star wars villain parade you know the march of the stormtroopers they really do look pretty bad. The police do. By the way, what would happen if we had any of those videos shown here? And you'd you'd it be it'd be a national story. It's not even talked about here. We'll go into why the media is not even touching this whole thing because they don't want to touch it. Uh, there were protesters supposedly found with guns and grenades, but they were very few, and none of that's really been confirmed. Uh, though, there's also absolutely no video of protesters attacking police. And nobody who was arrested has been arrested for battery against an officer, that I know of anyway. Now, the problem that Trudeau had, and this is why he revoked the... Let's not... Let's not killed something. He didn't implement this because he he thought he couldn't handle these protests or there weren't laws on the books to handle these protests. No, he did this because he is a tyrant. That does not change. The only reason he revoked the 
the Emergency Act is because his popularity is going absolutely down into the toilet. He might be below Joe Biden, whose, by the way, national average poll numbers have gone down again. I don't know how, um, where, there, even the media is asking, where's this guy's floor? Because this guy keeps going down and down and down. And he's going down hard. But Trudeau was getting far less popular. And that's one of the reasons why he got rid of this. He just said Monday, he just said Monday, and we're going to get to it. He just said Monday, we're going to keep it going. And we're going to keep hunting for people. They had one of the police uh, chiefs sit there and say, yeah, we're, we're, we've got uh, clearance to go hunt for people. And we're going to take away their money. We're going to lock out their money. We're going to arrest them. We're going to cite them. I mean, wow, this is pretty authoritarian, heavy stuff for something just a couple miles above this country. Just something for a neighboring country. By the way, Australia and New Zealand are doing this too, and we're not even paying attention to it. Australia and New Zealand have been doing this for months, and we never talk about it. Well, you could see it. Um, a Canadian Civil Liberties Organization, which is like our ACLU, they filed a lawsuit on Trudeau implementing the War Powers Act. Now, it's got a pretty good shot. Well, I don't know if it's got a pretty good shot now that it's revoked, but the reason they said that this needed to be uh, revoked, that it should have never been enacted, one, most of this is local law enforcement. It's a problem in Ottawa. It's not a problem for the entire country. Two, the country was never under threat. The Canadians didn't want to overthrow the government. They wanted the government to stop putting them in masks, stop making them take shots, let them do their jobs, because they were allowed to do their jobs for two years before they decided to take to change the uh, narrative or change the law and say, well, truckers were essential for two years, but they're not essential anymore. They need to get shots. That's what 90% of the truckers were already vaccinated. So it wasn't really even that big of a deal. It's that. So they're sitting back and saying there's a lot of reasons to get rid of this law, and, and Justin Trudeau does not have any reason to keep it. And I, it's absolutely correct. Um, the European leaders are also condemning this stuff. Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson of England said this is this is totalitarian. This is communism. One leader over there, I can't remember his name. One leader over in Europe actually said this is communism. This is what communism does. So. Trudeau is not real popular in Europe. And he, by the way, he wasn't popular in Europe before. I, he, the Europeans never liked Trudeau, especially the French. The French think that Canadi French Canadian, which is what Trudeau is, is, is like fake French. So they, they really can't stand him, stand him. And the United States has not only not said anything about this, you may notice that, but this whole thing started because Joe Biden told Trudeau, he needed to get a hold of this and he needed to use all the power of his government to stop this. And that's what Trudeau did. On Twitter, even Twitter is just ripping on Trudeau. There is a hashtag, uh, pound blackface Hitler was trending on Twitter for a few hours 
uh, on Monday. And finally, now it is attacking him on both sides. Both the liberals and most of the liberals and the conservatives in parliament think that Trudeau should resign. When you can't even you can't even get confirmation from your own party that what you're doing is correct, you've got a huge problem. Now, don't get me wrong and make let me make myself clear. Trudeau revoked this act not because the liberals in his party disliked the act. The reality is they didn't. They liked it enough to vote for it. And I believe it was something like 135 to 60. And most of those 135 were liberals. So now that it has become very unpopular in Canada, now that they're facing lawsuits, Trudeau is going to take all the blame for this. There's no question about it. Trudeau is going to take most of the blame for this. But the reality is the parliament didn't help at all either. The parliament was all in on it. And we're going to listen to one of those gals in the parliament uh, right now, actually. Let's, let's, let's listen to this. This is a gal in parliament. Her name is Yara Sachs. Ya, Yara? Yara, I guess it is. Uh, she's a Canadian politician in parliament. And she had a really just angry take on this whole thing. Listen. I, like many Canadians, were shocked to see Nazi flags, Confederate flags, dismayed and angry and hurt, horribly hurt. So how many Nazi flags does it take? How many donors from the Capitol riots, it's 1,100 and counting, who have donated to these illegal blockades? How many guns need to be seized? How much vitriol do we have to see of Hong Kong which is an acronym for Hail Hitler, do we need to see by these protesters on social media? This stuff is so tired. It's so old. I, I understand why they did it in the past, because it was effective. All you had to do is call someone a racist, and they backed down real quick. The stuff is not really all that effective anymore. You keep calling everyone who doesn't agree with you a Nazi or a white supremacist or whatever, it stuff just doesn't work anymore. It may work for her base. I mean, obviously she's a leftist. It may work for her base, but it doesn't work for anyone else. And these words, they're just, they have very little meaning anymore. And I, I and they overuse them and they continue to overuse them. Now, again, she, there are a bunch of things here that she said that just aren't correct. Like, uh, Weapons. Their weapons. Like everyone over there is carrying an AK-47. There were, there were weapons seized, because you've got bad apples in every crowd, and you're not talking about a small crowd. I, they. There was a belief that there were probably ten percent of the population in Ottawa was participating in this thing in one way or another. This is not a. I mean, we're there. Don't forget, Ottawa is only a, a very small city. No one was hurt or killed. It was a completely nonviolent protest. I mean, unlike, uh, unlike summer of 2020 when they were burning down buildings and tearing down statues and killing people, that didn't happen. Nothing, none of that happened. If it was going to happen, trust me, we'd see it. 
and there were no Confederate flags. Why would they have Confederate flags in Canada? That's a U.S. thing. That's a southern part of the U.S. thing. Probably the furthest from Canada you can get in the United States. And there was one Nazi flag. Again, you got a few bad apples. But the truckers kicked those guys out of the protest, off the protest. They were even caught on camera saying, hey, you're not helping here. This doesn't help us. Get out of here. They basically threatened the two until they got out. They left with their Nazi flag. But again, if there were so many Nazi flags and so many Confederate flags, don't you think the mainstream media might be playing them over and over again? Or even the Canadian media play the, all these guys carrying uh, Confederate flags and Nazi flags? Of course not. They can't do it. Not to mention, if you watched anything but CNA, CNN, you watched anything but MSNBC, You, I mean, you watched uh, something other than CNN or MSNBC, you'd see these truckers were interviewed. And they're, it is a diverse group of people. Some are black, some are white. There were Iranians. There were Iranians interviewed. There were India Indians interviewed. They're all out there. It's not just a bunch of white people. It's just not true. And by the way, even if there were Nazi flags flying everywhere, there were Confederate flags flying everywhere. And these were all white supremacists. This broad wouldn't get hurt. She's not hurt. She's not sad. She doesn't care. Why should she? This is a reason for her. She uses this to get power. And it worked. They had to implement the Emergencies Act. Or they didn't have to. They decided to implement the Emergencies Act. By the way, she's an idiot too. Um, Heil Hitler is not the same as Hail Hitler. It isn't Hail Hitler, it's Heil. Heil in German means unhurt, undamaged, unimpaired. It doesn't mean Hail. And Honk Honk is not an acronym. An acronym is when you, you condense a statement into a couple of letters. That's an acronym. USA is an acronym for United States of America. I think the word she's searching for is metaphor or simile. You know, all these people are supposed to be lawyers. You'd think they'd know some of the basic basics of English and how English works. Now, there's another story that's really disturbing. And this story comes out of the United States. When it, and it's concerning uh, Justin Trudeau's Emergency Powers Act. This is according to the Daily Wire. <clears throat> a majority of likely Democratic voters support Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's use of the emergency powers to crack down on free, the Freedom Co Convoy protests last week. A new poll from, uh, okay, here I go, I, Trafalgar, Trafalgar, Lagar. Uh, Trafalgar, okay, whatever, group and convention of states' actions and provided exclusively to the Daily Wire shows that 55% of likely general election voters disapprove, disapprove of Trudeau's handling of protesters. 35% approve of Trudeau's heavy-handed tactics, and 10% said they were unaware of what was happening north of the U.S. border. Now, first off, I, I do want to point out, 55 to 35, 
that seems like kind of a high percentage, right? It's 20 points. Most people don't play. But the question I have is, what are those 35 looking at? 35% looking at? They think that's something you, you like? And 55 seems awful low. 55, for me, that should be in the 70s, 80s, maybe. And 10% have no idea what's going on. Come on, guys, learn a book. Read a newspaper or something. Find it. Know a little bit of what about what's happened. Even Josie, who never watches news, the only news she gets is from me. She knew about what was going on in Canada. <coughs> but it gets worse. It gets worse. Democrats overwhelmingly favored Trudeau's response with 65% approval and 17% disapproval. Republican responses were weighted even more heavily against Trudeau, however, with 87% of likely GOP voters disapproving to just 8% approving. Respondents who said they did not belong to either one of the two main parties cut against Trudeau's crackdown by with 74% disapproving versus 21 approving. Now, so 65% of Democrats in this country think that liked what Justin Trudeau did. Hmm. Do you, do you wonder why? I don't. I don't wonder why at all. The reason they like what Justin Trudeau is doing is because if that same thing was implemented in the United States, guess what it, who would go after? Anybody who disagrees with them. Because you notice, they didn't implement the Emergencies Act in Canada when BLM was burning down their courthouses in Canada. And yes, BLM did burn things down in Canada. They did riot in Canada. And Justin Trudeau didn't implement the Emergency Act. Would have been more likely necessary during that time. In fact, he walked outside and he talked to the Black Lives Matter folk. So this is all about the people protesting the government's orders because the government's orders are asinine. I mean, the Emergency Act was the most asinine because pandemic is over. Ottawa actually opened up. They don't have mask mandates or or require vax passports anymore. So, not sure what they were actually arresting these people for. But it just shows you that these guys are there to attack whoever disagrees with them. And they they're in for it because they know they no one's going to touch me. I'm a pure lefter, left winger or I'm a democrat. I didn't like Trump. I didn't vote for Trump. Blah blah blah. They're never going to they're never going to face any of this stuff until they do. Because the reality is leftist policies and cancel culture, all this stuff, it does hit everybody in the end. Because no one is perfect. Okay, so the United States has decided that it's time to get kick Biden in the butt and start their own convoy. Convoy is supposed to start on the 25th, I believe it is. And they are supposed to travel across country and meet up on March 1st at, at the uh, at in Washington, D.C. Now, why is March 1st significant? March 1st is significant because that's Biden's uh, State of the Union address, which, as usual, is three months late. Now, Biden isn't being the little bitch that Trudeau is. Um, he's not running into his basement and hiding out, but he is definitely overreacting. What he's doing, what they're doing, what the Capitol Police are doing is they're putting up a fence all around the Capitol 
again in anticipation for this convoy. So, you know, for the people, by the people, that stuff doesn't doesn't wash in the United States anymore, apparently. Well, the Capitol Police released a statement on Friday, quote, the United States Capitol Police and the United States Secret Service have been closely working together to plan for the upcoming State of the Union. Law enforcement agencies across the national capital region are aware of the plans for a series of truck convoys arriving in Washington, D.C., around the time of the State of the Union. As any demonstration, the USCP will facilitate law First, lawful First Amendment activity. So they do that by making a big fence about a mile from the Capitol building, a mile from the White House, and, so that no one bothers them. And, you know, this could be, this is probably going to be horribly exaggerated because the last time they talked about this, about this trucker's convoy, they thought they were going to block the Super Bowl the traffic for the Super Bowl. That never happened. As a matter of fact, yeah, they had the... Los Angeles had the traffic they always... They, the trucker convoy did need, not need to block any access to the Super Bowl. Los Angeles traffic would have done that for them because we've got such crappy transportation in, the, in California. So, remember I talked about... this In the last story today, Remember I talked about a 26-year-old child molester that he molested when he was a week from turning 18? He molested a 10-year-old girl. And when he was arrested, he said he was transgender. Then he got convicted and was sentenced as a juvenile, even though he was 18, technically. He was sentenced as a juvenile and incarcerated in a female juvenile facility. Do you remember that story? Remember I told you we'd be talking about this again? Well, we are. His name, by the way, is James Tubbs. He goes by Hannah, but his he's James as far as I'm concerned. This guy was not this guy was a man the entire time. He was a man when he got arrested. He decided to call himself a woman because he didn't want to sir he didn't want to have the pleasantries of a male prison when you molested a child so that that's really what it comes down to he was sentenced to only 2 years and that's not what's so bad about this horror story he knew he was going to get a light jail sentence thought he may even get off and laughed about it he was talking to his father in jail uh, they had those phones. Now, if you're, I, this is what I don't understand. If you're in jail, uh, you don't want this stuff actually being released. You never say anything unless it's to your lawyer because they record it. So if you end up in jail and you're talking to someone other than your lawyer, don't admit that you killed the person on the jailhouse phone because that's that's not a good thing. So the conversation went like this. So Tubbs said this, I'm going to plead out to it, plead guilty. They're going to stick me on probation and it's going to be dropped. It's going to be done. I won't have to register, won't have to do nothing. Then his father asks, what, you won't have to register? Tubbs replies, I won't have to do none of that. Sounds like a bright guy, huh? Father father then asks, so what are you going to do? Uh, What are they going to do to you then? And Tubbs laughs and says nothing. Well, this tape did get out to the public. 
it was released. And, well, Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon, one of those George Soros attorneys out there, he's he's facing a new recall drive. A recall drive. Again, he's facing that. Now, last year, you may remember, he, he did beat a recall election in February of last year. That doesn't mean they can't keep trying, and that's what they're doing. So here's some of the mistakes he made. First off, he he sat back and he said he knew nothing about the case. And then some emails were released where not only did he know about the case, so did all of his leadership know about the case. But they went through with the they went through it anyway. So you heard this in a statement he made last week. Well, we didn't really know this was just a mistake. No, they all knew. They all knew, and they all agreed to it. A uh, Los Angeles deputy district attorney by the name of John Hatami went on America Reports on Fox News and said, I've seen the emails, emails, emails that show that George Gascon and his chain of command knew about those jail calls well before Bill Mulgwin published them. We have a DA who completely lacks any transparency, who's sending a spokesman, spokesperson on the news to, to say things that aren't true. So he admitted they, they all knew about it. This wasn't something new. Over the week, on, week, Gascon is getting so much pushback. And he is one of the most liberal DAs out there. I think only Bowden probably beats him. He sat back. He sat back and announced two major changes to his uh, to his prosecution strategy. He's going to end blanket pro- prohibitions against trying juveniles as adults, and he is going to start seeking life without parole sentences. He had to do some of that. He had to do some of that. It's not going to help, but he had to do it. So the recall effort last year, like I said, failed. It's come to light this year. I've already signed a petition. Um, It requires, I think, 600,000 signatures by July in order for this thing to go to a recall election. Now, last year, they didn't have much of a chance. This year, the recall election looks good because this year... Crime is so bad in Los Angeles that it is now supported by Hollywood celebrities and even some Democrats. And worse, no, worse news for Gascon, his unpopularity with the Association of Deputy District Attorneys for Los Angeles is incredible. A 97.9 disapproval rate with attorneys within his own office. That's really bad. But you know something? There is a part of this story that I, I, I do want to read you something. It, it's kind of unrelated to all of this, but I do want to point it out. This is from the New York Post. Now, remember, the New York Post is not a left-wing newspaper. It's a right-wing newspaper. It's a conservative newspaper. But I'm going to read you just two, just one sentence out of it. The transgender woman convicted of sexually assaulting a 10-year-old girl reportedly boasted about her 
two-year sentence as Los Angeles progressive attorney admitted the punishment may have been too lenient. Okay, some things. You might ask yourself, why are they using this dude's preferred pronouns? Why is a conservative magazine newspaper using it? I noticed that on Fox News, too. Why are you guys calling him her? Well, there's first off, first off, as far as the preferred pronouns go, screw it. These people are evil. This man is evil. He belongs in jail. And who gives a damn what he prefers? Who gives a damn what he identifies as? But that's not the point that I'm trying to make. There is no freedom of the press. The reason that the New York Post and Fox News, they use the preferred pronouns is because social media will block them if they don't. If they actually referred to this character as a he, Twitter, Facebook, possibly uh, YouTube, depending on what it's for, they can actually have their stuff banned from them. And one of the reasons New York Post and, and Fox News is they want the story out there. If, for me, I always identify whenever I see that it's a he, it's not a she. But it's sad that even our conservative newspapers who don't believe in any of this crap still have to follow by, the, by rules set by other companies. Just too damn bad. And that's one of the reasons why I, I subscribe to The Blaze. I subscribe to The Daily Wire. I subscribe to um, OAN and Washington Examiner. There's a reason I, I subscribe to those things. Because our media, our media, conservative media, needs to keep moving. It's getting harder and harder for them to do so. Okay. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And I've got some good things for you tomorrow and a great Friday dumb stuff. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass Talking Politics. <laughs> <laughs>